0: Welcome to the podcast of Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Ishen, the general overseer of Spirit Life Revival Ministries and the executive pastor at The Oracle's Place, the ministry's headquartered branch in Accra, Ghana. A message centered on faith, the prophetic, wisdom, the anointing, and the supernatural. Stay with us, because there is a word arranged and aligned by God for you in today's podcast. Now, today's message.
1: Well, in the book of Second Kings, chapter, um, I think, um, chapter two, um, there is the story of a man called Elijah, and Elijah was graced by God with an anointing. And so everyone who is privileged to encounter Elijah encounters the grace of God upon his life. It was this Elijah who came to town and uh, began to speak and said that according to my word there will be neither rain nor deal and it happened as Elijah had said after some period in his life Elijah encountered a problem and it was because he has dealt with the false prophet of Baal and it has angered Jezebel So Jezebel was seeking for an occasion to fight, humiliate, and destroy Elijah. Every time the power of God is manifested, the power of the enemy is stirred up in rebellion to fight against God's power. And so Elijah received the letter And Elijah begins to run away. And in the midst of that confusion, God gives him a word that go and look for three people, and these three people will be shaped by your anointing. The grace upon your life will bring them into a place. glory so no matter who you are if you are a believer then you understand that when we are in church there are levels of anointing God has given to all of us as a matter of fact in the book of Ephesians and the Bible said when Jesus was lifted up on high he led captivity captive and he gave gifts unto men Some to become apostles, some to become prophets, some to become evangelists, some to become pastors, some to become teachers for the perfecting of the sin. So in a general sense, every believer is a priest and every believer can do the work of the ministry. But there are certain people that God has called, have chosen them to sit in the office of a pastor. That's why not all of us are pastors. That's not, not all of us are prophet, and so God said that anointing is going to bring a man who is hidden in a wilderness into the place where he will operate as a prophet. Then Elijah moves out of his way and encounters Elisha. He come to Elisha because of a divine direction. I am sure there is no way their path would have ever crossed if God did not give him that instruction and he meet Elijah plowing with 12 yoke of oxen and the number 12 is very prophetic our God is a God of process and a God of protocol that's when we begin to look at the, the descriptive description of creation the Bible talks about what happened the first day what happened the second day? What happened the third day? The fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh day? To tell us God is a God of process. That's why you don't become pregnant today and you give birth tomorrow. That's why if your friend is nine months pregnant and you are three months pregnant and the one who is nine months pregnant delivers today, you don't say you want to give birth today. That means you will miscarry and there is no glory in are you following what I'm talking to you? So God is a God of numbers. So number one, the number, the foundation, the number of beginning, the number of introduction, number two, the number of unity, the number of agreement. Can two work together except they be agreed? Number three, the number of trinity, the number of God, number four, the number of time and season, number five, the number of grace, it is not of him not will it, not of him not run by it's of God that showed mercy. Number six, is the number of impossibility, Is the number of resistance, Is the number of impossible. Number seven, the number of supernatural perfection, Number eight, the number of new beginning, new miracles, new breakthrough, new introduction. Number nine, the number of delivery, the number of deliverance, the number of manifestation. When you jump to number 12, you are talking about the number of government, the number of structure. Now, most people have not developed structures in their life. Now, every time you see a problem in the nation, the first place you need to question is the family system. Because no matter how angry I become, there are certain things I cannot do. Because there is a certain realm of structure that has been built into me from my upbringing. I have never argued angrily with my father or my mother before. Yet there are a lot of things they said I did not agree. I have never disgraced my father or my mother. It can never happen. It, It can't happen. Are you following me? So every time there is a problem in a nation, we need to look at the structure. I am talking about the spirit of ownership because there are many things that have entered into the church. And the church is meant to be the answer to our nation. The church is meant to be the example in everything. So when you become born again and you go to your workplace, you are supposed to become an ambassador, a representative of Christ there. Now when the representative of Christ don't look like Christ in the place they work, how are they going to influence people into the kingdom? Am I talking to somebody? So Elijah had structure built in place. He was plowing with 12 yokes of oxen. And I said the number 12 is the number of structure. That's why God used 12 12 disciples to fulfill the the New Testament and 12 tribes to consolidate the Old Testament. Then Elisha lifted up his, Elijah removed his mantle and throws it upon Elisha. And some translation says the mantle, the cover cloth came upon the shoulder of 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 elijah the elijah understand the spiritual significance of a man of god throwing a mantle a cover cloth or an attire upon him and the guy knows and signs that god is calling him to a bigger responsibility now look at the expression of elijah Elijah said, even though God is calling me, I am born into a natural system, so let me seek for permission of departure from my parent. Now, because Elijah was sent by God, Elijah said, what does that want God to do with me? That means that the Father God have asked you to do something, doesn't mean that destroy the structure that have been built in place. Uh. God can tell me to leave the place I work, but if I don't live in the proper way, what God told me can look evil in the sight of men. God can tell you that you were in prayer, you were praying, and maybe you were uh, Thomas and God told you, Thomas, uh, Tina is your wife. Then you went to your parents to talk to them about how you want to marry Tina and your parents said no. And you decide to go ahead and marry and your father said, I will not be at the wedding. Your mother did not come. And you are happy and you are going to get married. A pastor like me, I will not visit that wedding. I won't be part. <laughs> are you following me? Yeah, I want to tell you some things because... Yeah, I, I want to tell you something. So what you have heard is right. But if you don't follow due protocol, what God has spoken to you would create problems. So Elisha settled the natural foundation, the natural source and decide to follow Elijah. He follows a man who is controversial. It was this Elijah that some people were coming to arrest him and the guy began to call fire from heaven. How can a man of God begin to kill people? Because fire wasn't called in order to entertain the people but to destroy. And this was this man Elijah, was following. So Elijah get into the life of Elijah. Then in 2 Kings chapter 2, the Bible said Elijah tells Elisha, God have sent me to move from Gilgal to Bethel. So their journey starts from Gilgal, they come to Bethel, from Bethel they come to Jericho, from Jericho they get to Jordan and they cross the Jordan. But Elisha knew that every relationship is meant for a divine deposit. God never brings two people together without a reason. It is possible this is the first time you have seen me, but your coming here has a prophetic reason even before you were born. Until you decode the prophetic reason for your encounter, there will never be a deposit. Are you following me? So Elijah find out there is something I'm supposed to receive out of this relationship. And so when the man of God himself says, stand here, Elisha knew I was called to this man. As a matter of fact, I believe that God has called me to the life of prophet Vincent Bannerman. And so, my relationship with him is not just a relationship of my senior pastor. It's not a relationship of me being a spiritual father. It is a divine relationship. Am I talking to you? So, until you know the value of the relationship God has brought you into, other people can take you out of that relationship. And in Gilgal, the man of God said, God have called me. The people that God have called you to receive you at times, might not receive you the bible says about jesus he came unto his own but his own received him not because they did not know he was the one that God had given to them. So the place of value in every relationship. In the same way in the church, it is not everyone who is a member of the church. It's not everyone who sees his or her destiny is tied to this ministry. Some people are here for a reason. Some are here for a season and some of them, they believe by divine orchestration this is where God has called them to be. Everyone here comes from a home or comes from a family. No matter whatever happens today, you will go back to your house. You may not like the thing that happened in your house, but you find yourself dead. In the same way, if you believe you are called into this church, it's not everything you will like. As long as those things you will not like are not things that are connected to doctrine, but things that can be dealt with, you need to learn how to abide and deal with things. Am I preaching to somebody? Uh, um 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 this morning so so elijah becomes the reason for elisha to depart elisha was go elijah was going to battle without elisha So there is a point, your man of God can be the reason why you can't enter your place of glory. But until you know the value of that relationship, you will exit when it is not time to exit. So Elisha persevered and said that, sir, wherever you go, I will go. It is like the marriage covenant. How can people be married for 25 years and after 25 years, one wants to find out whether the husband is, there, is the destiny husband. It's very funny anyway. It's very funny. Then they move from Gilgal. Then as they move from Gilgal, the man of God does not become your reason. There are people I offend. If a says I've never offended him before, then he's not telling the truth. Because me, I will offend you. He goes, haven't I not offended you before? Yeah, I can offend you. Yeah, it is normal. Because offense is a proof that you are alive. Every time you can't feel pain, you're already dead. When you can't feel anything, bring your hand. If you can't feel this, we have to take you to the hospital. If you feel it, it means that things might be bad, but you are still among the living. Am I talking to you? So offense are also part of this thing they call ministry. So the first offense could be the man that God has called you to serve. Elijah, serving Elijah, Elijah is going away. He said, God, have called him, so you stay here. But Elijah decided, as long as God lives, wherever you go, I will go. Now then they come to Bethel, and some guys come to him, and they begin to tell him, why are you following Elijah? He is not a good person. Leave Elijah There will be many reasons why you can depart from the faith. Some will ask you, since you became born again, what has your life amounted to? Since you accepted this Jesus Christ thing, what have changed in your life? They want to question your faith by using human instrument as a means of measurement. And if you are not wise, you will tell yourself you used to date about seven married men, and one used to take care of your rent, one used to take care of your car, one used to take care of your makeup, the other used to take care of your dress, and all kinds of things. Now, when you became again, you realize that these things are not right, so you allow them to go. Now as you allow them to go, poverty will visit you. Because when a grain of corn falls down, it must not germinate, it must die. So it's a dying process. So if you are not very careful, you will now begin to say, yes, since I became born again, things have been hard. Things have been hard because it needs to die. Your flesh needs to die. Your emotions needs to die so that the will of God will come alive. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody this morning. I don't know if someone is going through a process where God seems to be trying you, where God seems to be testing you. You were a businessman, but it looks like the more you believe, the more things be come hard, And people begin to question you, are you not the one who is a fighter? Are you not the one who gives in church? Are you not the one who serves in the house of God? Yes, a grain of corn needs to die. And dying is part of the process. When it dies, it will germinate. Somebody this morning, I came to tell you, you are about to germinate. Yes, you give your life And decide to do things in the right way. But the battles of life seem to fight it. But Elisha said, hold your peace. Anything that will try to interrupt your relationship with Jesus, tell the thing, hold your peace. Anything that will question what God want to do in your life, what God is taking you through, tell that thing, hold your peace. In the same way, as a member of a church like this, people will ask you, is Bernard L. Bernard your pastor? Don't you know Bernard L. Bernard? Do you know what I've heard about Bernard L. Bernard? It could be true, but when you don't know your relationship goes beyond just being a pastor, as a man that God have called, even to give an account of your soul, you can miss out of this. And today, I baptize someone into a new realm of thinking, a new realm of understanding that you will know me. I'm going to give account of your soul. That's what the Bible say. That's why you need to help me to pastor you, not with offense do you know that people you pastor with offense there are church members who wish they have left the church if i every time i go to the marriage couples platform there are some couples i wish i can remove them but i know professor, will question me so at times i don't know at times it looks like you only feel because their presence in church is like an insult their presence in church is like, they, if they come to church, they are come to criticize you. If they come to, they are come to insult you. They come to judge what you wear. They are come to judge what you will say. They will come to judge your message. So when you see them, it looks like, but it's not easy. Am I preaching? Am I preaching? Then they move from Bethel and they go to Jericho. And Jericho is the place of battle. From Jericho they come to Jordan. And when they cross the Jordan, Elijah was asked by Elijah, ask what you want. And it was the double portion. Until the deposit for your relationship is released, don't leave. Until what God called you to receive. There, there, there are men like my father, Reverend Eboah's that God called me, him for me. He is my father. And nothing can separate that kind of relationship. There are men like Apostle Manu inkum that God called them for me. I mean, there are men like Apostle Dr. Dada Mewazi, Dr. Victor, said that God called them for me. I can't be offended. as I continue, we come back to the New Testament and the Bible begins to talk about a time when Jesus Christ began to preach a certain hard message. And as he begins to preach this message then the disciples who were with Jesus even begin to question themselves and the Bible said they walked no more with Jesus. In John chapter 6 it says the Bible said when Jesus began to say until you drink my blood and you eat my flesh you are not part of me, some people became offended. In a church like this, there are certain messages we will preach that will get you offended. There are some of you, when we talk about sin, you become offended. When we talk about homosexuality, you become offended. When we talk about fornication, you become offended. When we talk about adultery, you become offended. When we talk about life, we become offended. Whatever offend you is a proof for what God wants to heal. So when the word begins to come from the pulpit and always is offending you, then God wants to heal something. May my God bring healing into anything that offends you in the mighty name of Jesus. So in John chapter six, sixty six, the Bible said many of the disciples went back. In other words, they left the church of Jesus Christ and they walked no more with him. There is a separation coming in the spirit that God is going to separate the one he has called into your life and the one who just entered into your life. And Jesus looked at the 12 and he asked the 12, will you also go? Today, I want to tell you. 2020 has seen COVID-19 destroying a lot of families, destroying a lot of businesses, making people lose their source of livelihood. But I want to ask you, will you let this separate you from Jesus Christ? Now, when Jesus said that, will you also go, Simon Peter lifted up his voice and said, Lord, to whom shall we go? thou has the words of eternal life. In other words, Jesus God have called me to you. You know in a family issues will come, but the next day you will be back at the family. In your workplace, there are people you don't like because they create problems there, but I tell you tomorrow morning you will still be at work. So they were telling Jesus all the things he was saying. Some of them are too hard for us. Some of them we don't understand, but to whom shall we go? We have come to the conclusion that God have called us to you. And God have called you to you. I want to speak to a married couple that their marriage is going through issues and one of you is thinking of leaving. God called the two of you together. May the spirit that help to deal with family issues help you to use wisdom to deal with this issue in the name of Jesus. And Peter said, and we believe. So number one, we have been called to you, number two, your words impart eternal life. Your words make us become sensitive about heaven. Your words bring us alive again. Number three, we believe. So never be part of anything you don't believe. Don't be part of a church. You don't believe in the church. You don't believe in the leadership. You don't believe in them. If you cannot trust the leadership of the church with your marriage, don't trust them with your finances. If you cannot trust them with your finances, then don't trust them with your heart because they will defy you. Am I talking to somebody today? It said, we believe and not only that, we are sure. Many are not sure. You are working in a place where you are not sure. That's why you go to work late every, every Monday. You are supposed to report at 7.30. You go at 9.15, you are not sure. Church members who come to church late are not sure of the church. That's why constantly, consistently, they come to church late. It's said, we believe and we assure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. In Romans 8.35 downwards, the Bible says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? A young guy who was troubling your heart left. You have left Christ. Who shall separate? If This guy could not even buy you to income, You allowed this guy to separate you from the love of Christ. Are you serious at all? Who shall separate us from the love of God? You make the message of a pastor. Who himself will be judged. Separate you from the love of Christ. The son of the living God. Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that love that for i am persuaded just that i am persuaded just i am persuaded that i am persuaded that neither death you know it surprises me i mean how can someone be born in a church and sit in a church be taught by the pastor of the church and the pastor gets involved in this person's life. See, the person was, was going through secondary school, through university, got the first job. Then one guy comes into the life of the girl and marries the girl and begin to confuse this girl about the pastor. He ha- she has known all her life and you can leave. I am persuaded. Tell somebody I am persuaded. Say, tell somebody I am persuaded. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of Christ. You allow a thousand dollars separate you from the love of Christ. What again is about to separate you from the love of Christ? If they sign a check of one million dollars, some people it will separate them from the love of Christ. But we have come to that dimension. In Luke twenty-two twenty-eight, Jesus was talking to the disciples, and he said, "Ye are they which have continued with me in my temptation, until you are continued in our temptation." And I appoint unto you a kingdom. And my father, that my as my father has appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. Twelve signs that show the spirit of ownership is at work. It surprises me when people begins to grow in their faith and their walk with God. And they have a measure of success. And that measure of success make them misbehave. For example, you ask someone to take over maybe the Austrian department. And immediately, these are people you know, they have the ability, they have the capacity, they have the intelligence to handle that department. But they themselves can watch that department humble, destroyed, and nothing will affect them. But wherever they work, they have never destroyed whatever they put into their hands. It is a great sign that the spirit of ownership is not there. And people like that can easily betray you. People like that can easily destroy you. We have come to a point in our Christian life where we need the spirit of ownership. And last week I told you the spirit of ownership is when you are sold out to the king and you made his kingdom your priority. I also said the spirit of ownership is the spirit of responsibility. When the spirit of ownership is in place, you make sure you discharge your duty as you said you would do. You know, I have a church worker, and this man is a married man, very busy. By virtue of what he does, at times he can travel anyhow. So at times you will be there, and because he knows his giftings will be needed in the church, he will write a letter. He will write a letter. Two weeks before he traveled to America or to whichever place, he will write a letter sir. my company is asking me to go for a training like this. And to me, it was something that I've never seen before. But you see other people who knows that what they are doing in the church, they can't do it in their workplaces and they comfortably want to do it in the church and they believe that keep quiet. In this church, when you do, we will fire you. Tell somebody, fire you let the next person fire you. Because if you decide to work in a church, if you decide to be in any department, you must be ready for full commitment. We, we are not saying we have to monitor your life. But when you become a church worker, when you decide to use your giftings to help the church, we need full commitment. We cannot be having program and ushers are on leave. How can ushers be on leave when we have been programmed? So I'm going to share with you 12 signs that shows that the spirit of ownership is at work. Number one for today is the spirit of identification. The spirit of identification. When you see a policeman, when you look at the person's dressing you can easily identify that this person belonged to the police force. Now in the same way, all things being equal, many married people wear rings. I'm not wearing my ring because I had to give it as a prophetic instruction till the time. So immediately you see me wearing my ring here, it is an identification that I am a married person. In the same way, if you were Ghanaian, you need to be proud to be identified with the nation Ghana. That's why some people are Ghanaians, but they behave they are, they are like Nigerians. So if you are part of a ministry, a part of the kingdom, and the sign of honor, brother, brother, sit down. Sit down. Say, brother, sit down. Say, brother, sit down. I saw the numbers. Bring your phone. Hurry up. Say amen. You are going to receive a call. Why? I'm preaching and you want to insult me. Do you know why? Because that is my wife's um, nephew. So he lives with me. So I'm not only a pastor over him, I am also a father over him. You are not serious. Go and sit down. Put your phone off. I said, forget about whoever is calling. Go and sit down. Hurry up! Hurry up! Say amen. amen. Oba, oh, sorry, the mass. All these are signs that the spirit of ownership is not in place. Say amen. <laughs> Can you be in an for for go for an interview, and while the interview is going on, you go out there going to pick a call? Those kind of nonsense will not be tolerated in the church. Say amen. Are you the pastor i'm the pastor i say say amen just say amen to what i'm saying if you get angry it won't change me i would i would be preaching like that the spirit of identification that you are proud to belong somewhere i am proud to be identified with ghana your identification with ghana shows what you do during election there are some of you here during this election you would not vote and when we choose leaders and they don't perform, you are the one who will talk. You are not a Ghanaian. Keep quiet. Those of us who registered and who voted, we are the true Ghanaian. Say amen. amen. The spirit of identification. In Matthew chapter ten, thirty-two, the Bible says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father. There are people who are born again. They don't remember the last time they confessed Jesus Christ before anyone. They don't remember the last time they shared the gospel with anyone. They don't remember the last time they were able to win souls. But these people can confess their love to people. And even the people they are confessing their love they don't even love them. They are the ones that don't love the people. So Jesus said, if you cannot be proud, to confess me before men, that I will not confess you also before my father. Because you lack identification. Are you a Christian or you were Muslim? If you were Christian, let it show in your prayer life. Let it show in your love for the word of God. Let it show in what the Bible says, that when we gather together, don't forsake the gathering of believers. You go to the mosque, more than you come to church, you don't have the spirit of identification. Number two, the spirit of seeking for solution. The spirit of seeking for solution. In an organization as a church like this, there will be many issues in the church. And when you know you are part of this church, what you will do is to look for problems that you can solve. You don't become the one who goes around to sell the church. There are people in church, they destroy the church more than they help the church. So you are here, you see a problem in the church, find a way to fix it. I have shared this story several times. There was a pastor who was caught stealing someone's a When the pastor stole the Akoko, the people arrested the pastor and they began to beat the pastor. Among the people beating the pastor were people the pastor had prayed for before. Among the people beating the pastor were people. The pastor officiated their wedding. Among the people beating the pastor were people were shouting, "Preach on, pastor!" Among the people beating the pastor were people who said, "You are our pastor," and they beat the pastor because the pastor stole a cocoa. Now, when they were done beating the pastor they took this pastor to the police station and the police decided to detain the pastor then the owner of the Akoko came and when she came she heard that the pastor has stolen her Akoko and she was surprised that the pastor can steal her Akoko so she started telling the people the Akoko was for the pastor she was the one who gave the Akoko to the pastor. And the people were surprised. And they said, oh, so why did we beat the pastor for the Akoko? Went to the police station and said to the people that the Akoko, she was the one who gave it to the pastor. And the pastor was released. And all the people came and said, pastor, sorry. Sorry for beating you for stealing your own Akoko. After this woman have taken the pastor home, the woman asked the pastor, why did you steal my acoco? In other words, the woman was protecting the ministry outside, but she was rebuking inside. There are many of you, your homes are the center places where churches are gossiping. And you are surprised that your children don't want to go to church. How can you insert the church in front of them? How can you gossip about men of God? How can you gossip about issues in church and you want them to love the same church? And you tell me, your children are fornicators. Your children are armed robbers. It's because of what you started teaching them. Yes, as long as the church remains a human institution, there will be problem. There will be issues. But we don't sell the problem of the church to foreigners. We deal with the problem inside the church and we protect the church outside. There are many church members who have done things that could have taken them to jail. That could have taken them to prison. When I was informed, some of them, I went to the police station and I paid the money. I remember a brother. He was something. He do people 10,000. The early stages of this ministry, 10,000. He was a believer who duped. He has started a susu, you know, this susu thing. And the thing went wrong. And the people were looking For him and he ran away. And the money was just ten thousand. This two thousand and nine. And when I was told, I drove there with my driver bought him. When I got I paid the money and I settled some people and I said, We have paid the money. Can we take the issue out? And we brought the brother up. And we did not talk about this issue. But when this brother had problems with the church, he was the one trumpeting what the church has done. He forgot that when he messed up, he wanted the church to treat him not as a criminal, as a Christian. He wanted the church to show mercy But when there are things wrong in the church, you don't want to show mercy. When the spirit of ownership is in place, you will never gossip about yourself. How many of us sitting here have been able to gossip about yourself? You call somebody and say, come and let us gossip about yourself. About me. Oh, Minister Igwe. You say, Maxey, where are you? Come now. I want us to gossip. And the gossip is about me, Minister Igwe. But how many of you don't gossip about the church? So you don't understand why the people in your community don't want to come to church because you have told them your pastor is an armed robber you have told them in your church there is no love why do you want to, to that person to follow you to a church that you have announced that there is no love in the church now when there are problems in the church and the spirit of ownership is in place you want to find out what can i do to solve it what can I do to handle it? When the spirit of ownership is in place, you are solution oriented. You are always looking for solution. And I pray for somebody today that the spirit of ownership will take over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. When the spirit of ownership in place, you don't destroy what you are building, but you rather solve all the problems, all the loopholes, all the threat that will come with working with it. First Samuel 16, verse 14. In first Samuel, there was a spirit that will always trouble Saul. When Saul's servant knew that they were part of the ministry of Saul, they now recommended that they should bring a guy. Who can play well? When you are part of an organization and the spirit of ownership is in place, you find ways of solving that problem. You remember the scripture that says, A wise woman builded her house. A wise woman build that house. Whenever you see any woman who goes out to her friends, any man who goes out to his friend to gossip, to talk about the negative thing about the wife or the husband, that is the man or woman destroying his marriage. Everyone in the saloon knows that you are the one who have been taking care of the house for the past six months. Just six months and you are complaining. Just this month. your husband should also be going to tell people that he has been taking care of the house for 25 years. Number three, the spirit of protecting what you have. The spirit of protecting what you have. When the spirit of ownership is in place, one of the signs is the sign of protecting what God has given to you. It's protecting what God has given to you. So in John 18, there was a situation where people came to arrest Jesus. And when they came to arrest Jesus, Peter took a knife and used the knife to cut off the right ear of the high priest's servant. What was Peter doing? Peter was protecting the interest of Jesus. In our dispensation, we cannot catch people. But your facial expression will show that you want to protect. I said it last week. Let me say it again for emphasis. I am waiting for the first time that anyone can comfortably walk up to me. And tell me, do you want to sleep today too? Comfortably walk up to me and tell me, I want to tell you something about your wife. It is impossible. One of the things that surprises me is when people get married. And your in-laws can come to the house. And this happened most of the time to the ladies. And they say, get out from our son's house, or our brother. It can never happen in my house as I am alive. It can never happen. My, my, my mom will never dream. None of my family members can ever dream. Why? What God has given to me, I have the responsibility to protect. So my words shows you I am protecting it. My action shows you I am protecting it. Anybody who fight Prophet Vincent is like want to fight me. I am in a place to protect him, protect his family. If you believe that that company is what is giving you salary, you will not watch for other people to steal from that company. If it is that company that I brought you to where you are, You know that when it collapses you lose your source of livelihood. So how can believers be working in a place and they will be part of the gang that steal because the spirit of ownership is not there. Can you start a company by yourself and decide that at night you want to go and rob your own company? Have you ever robbed your own company before? That if you see yourself as part of that organization you will not rob that organization, one of the signs that shows the spirit of ownership is in play, you will protect what God has given you. If God has given you that job, protect that job because somebody won that job. If God has given you children, protect that children. because A careless driver can take them away. If God has given you that dream, protect that dream because there are men and women who are dream stealers. If God has giving you that anointing. Protect that anointing. When Samson was anointed by God, but did not protect that anointing, he lost that anointing. I speak over your life that that company God has given to you, that business God has given to you, you will protect it that people will not destroy it. If Ghana is your nation, you will protect Ghana from people stealing what belongs to Ghana. You will not work in a government establishment and be part of the thieves who steal in the name of politics. I speak in the name of Jesus. Let the spirit of divine protection come upon what you are doing in the name of Jesus. Number four. The spirit of looking for opportunity to serve. The spirit of looking for opportunity to serve. It is strange that many people are ready to travel outside. And what on a normal day, they will not do in Ghana, they are ready to do with outside. Even if they have two master's degree and they're supposed to wash dishes, they are ready to do. In order to help other people's economy, but they are not ready to sacrifice the same here. I know of people who get scholarship by the government of Ghana to go to different medical schools. And by the time they are done with going through the medical profession, qualified now as medical doctors to come and use what they have to serve our nation. They want America. May God bring us to a place where we we'll know that whatever God has given to us, wherever he has located us, is a place we are meant to serve. So if the spirit of ownership is in place, you will look for a place to serve. When I was with my biological father many years ago, when I wake up in the morning, I did not need anyone to tell me You are supposed to sweep, you are supposed to duster the place I saw that place as my own, so I was ready to serve If you're a member of this ministry, one of the things you'll be looking out for Is every gift that God has given to you You will use the gift to serve So you, you have been in the church for the past five years You have been here for three months You have not served in the church Even when you try to be part of the choir You were the one who created the problem in the choir. I pray that the spirit of ownership will possess your life. That you will look for opportunity to serve. Many comes around, not that they are looking for opportunity to serve. They are looking for opportunity to use you to rise up. I have several guys who came to me in the name of, we want you as as our father. We want Bernard El Bernard to father us. It wasn't about Bernard L. Bernard. They came into my life. Because they thought I have the anointing. I have the name. I have the connection. And immediately they used me. That was the end. Don't become a user in the house of God. Don't become a user in your company. Don't become a user in Ghana. May God create an opportunity. That you will be able to serve. Luke chapter 22. Verse Verse 27. Luke twenty two twenty seven, 27. For whether is greater, for whether is greater, he that sitteth at meat or, or he that serveth. It's not he that sitteth at meat, but I am among you as he that serveth. So you have the gift, you have the talent. Why can't you serve in the church with the gifts of the talent that God has given to you. Number, number what? Number four. This, number five. The spirit of honor and genuine admiration. The spirit of honor and genuine admiration. When I heard a story, and this story was a young girl who have had the opportunity to go to the university. And she comes from a very poor background. But she forgot that it was this same poor parent who have put their resources together and they have helped her to go to university. She forgot that whatever your parents have not never been able to become, they can help you to become. So one day, she was on the campus, and she was living life as a rich kid from a rich home. And when the mother tried paying, this is someone I know, when the mother tried paying her a visit, she denied the mother. One of the greatest forms of dishonor is to disassociate yourself from where you are coming from. My mother is in church. She's the woman who gave birth to me. I am proud she is my mother. There is no woman under the face of the earth who deserves that highest form of honor, not even my wife. My mother deserved my highest form of honor in terms of, of honoring women. Because I had my mother before I had my wife. But now that I am married, I still honor my mother. But as Papa Youngson sang a song many years ago, that oh my men for One in My mother knows that I will marry my wife. Hallelujah. So that my papa will go to in the Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. So that is it. But she deserves my highest form of honor. But when it comes to, to to certain things, my wife comes first. Many here dishonor their biological parent. They dishonor their biological, but they respect their pastors. If you really have the spirit of ownership, honoring people becomes part of your life. Do you know? I can never imagine once that I am in church and they are preaching and I want to pick a call. It can never cross my mind. But when dishonor has been part of your life, dishonoring God becomes easy. I I I I, I went to by the invitation of some politicians, I went to meet them. Mr. When we're going, at a certain level, they had to search me, me, Bernard L. Bernard. They had to search me. And they had to take all my phones. They had to take everything. I was in Côte d'Ivoire when I gave a prophecy. And, and, and um, the prophecy came to pass. So they asked me to come again. And the Minister of Defense wanted to see me. When we went there, they had to search me again. They had to take all my phones. You cannot enter with your phones. You cannot. I was just here going to meet uh, a COP, how will you say it? COP of police, one of the uh, commissioner of police. He had invited me. When I got to the police headquarters, they had to take all my devices. But you can come to church and be picking calls. You can come to church and be chewing gum. And if you are not very good, and I'll be coming to church. And they said there is anointing. It is your disrespect and your dishonor for God and the things in the church that has made your life like that. When you you have never discussed your biological father, but you can discuss your pastors. When you answer, you do respect. This honor, when the spirit of honor, when the spirit of ownership is in place, you honor those who must be honored. You honor people and you honor them genuinely. I honor my father, Reverend Eboasa. I honor him genuinely. I honor my father, Apostle Immanuel Kum. I do genuinely because I have learned how to honor my biological parent. Do you honor people? You can insult your husband and come and say papa to a pastor. Small boy pastor. Small boy pastor. You can beat your wife at home. And you come and sit there like you are an angel. You you, you, you have the spirit of dishonor. Whatever you honor, you genuinely respect it. You genuinely admire it. If you want to attract the blessings of God, honor the presence of God, honor the presence of God. Some of you, you will be chewing gum. You don't even know how to chew gum. But if you want to chew gum, do it with swag. Do it, do it. So we know you. You are polished in how to chew. Now one them left, now them right. What kind of character is that? And when you are done you will take the gum, then you put it under the chair. and punish one by one, one by one? Do you know? Do you know why you are quiet? Because you are guilty. Say amen here. What kind of character? The spirit of honor. The spirit of honor. Do you honor your pastors? Do you honor the name Jesus? Do you honor? Do you know that you cannot... I have. I heard there was a movie that we're going to bring again Jesus. Do you know why? Because you, you have dishonored the name, man, so you cannot even do it. Let them do again Muhammad. Let go. And they, tell them they should try it and see what will happen. But you, the name, it means nothing to you. It means nothing to you. So when you have a problem and your pastor is called, say, Pastor, I'm about to your Bible. your Bible. I said, when the spirit of ownership is in place, you honor what must be honored. Many years ago, our former president, the late Professor Atameos, made a mistake. And suppose Christians, who are meant to be kingdom people, were the one sharing it. I blasted somebody. That if you are ready to decide, you see, some of you share whatever you want to share. One day, another, His Excellency President was dozing on something. And people were saying, we're making fun. Don't you sleep. You, last Sunday, didn't you doze in church? Have we done a video? So so do you think it's fine? It's not fine. What if is your father dozing? We will see if you'll be able to share it. If the issue is about your mother, we will see if you will. But because we have dishonor, we forget that when a man occupies the seat of the president, it is not the seat of a party. So you are there. If you are NDC, NDC has blinded you. If you are NPP, if you are GUM, it has blinded you. We don't know what is wrong. And you dishonor people. And you will be supported. One guy is in my house. I told him, if it's not very, I will pray. He will never become a politician that people will listen to. Because I hate politicians who lie. I hate when they lie. NDC, yeah, I did not say yes. NDC, I say why oh, yeah, yeah. and ye. And people, say why and ye. You don't lie, and I'm on a prayer. Any polit, especially the young ones who are coming, who believe that insulting people is the order of the day, I pray against all of them. Let Anna. You have discussed your pastor in your house. You are looking at my face. That's when you preach. It comes. It bounces back people can lie about you and you can sit down comfortably and listen you know your pastor your pastor did this did that did that did that are we not tired? Senior. are we not tired? the next one the spirit of being tested. Many people have not been tested. Many people don't know. You see, when you have never married before, eh, you can easily criticize married people. You can easily criticize. Hey, na mami, here? We lose ni shape, Except there, wife see here. Only she understand that one. Except your wife is here. You cannot maintain your shape or like the way it is from the beginning, nothing. There'll be some stretch somewhere. Because you don't see all those things, you think that is all. You have not been tested. Some of you, if I ask you to pastor this church for one week, this church will collapse people have not been tested oh i can be the president of ghana Wait till you get there you know <laughs> i, I would not do politics again but that is the truth i and his people were criticized president mahama and look look, look look at the number of ministers. When Papa got there, he said this I will need more. He, he got more. <laughs> but then yes. And I'm sure that he will never talk about any president if, if that oh your, your government is your minister will he won't do that again. Ask him. Oh, that's the truth I'm telling. You. I don't know. Uh, if you're afraid down Poncha uh, the corner market, well, I've not been t- you talk rough, rough. You have never been tested. You have never run any company in your life. But you can insult people who are running their companies. You have not been tested yet. I said, Isaac, you and your wife, you are married. You are looking beautiful. Hey! But yesterday, why were you calling me? Your, your husband was calling me. And I said, sir, why do you want God to get angry? Please don't be calling my life. For the next three months, don't call me hey look at the way you're. I've never seen you smile like this before be truthful I've never seen you smiling like this hey. I don't know. I think you can see hey my God the jealous will perish you hey I can't wait to hear what the two of you will say when you come here so so now there, you have been tested. When we are talking about, we can talk some more, but we cannot talk like the people. So there are certain advice the past that I, Pastor, don't give. I'm more injury. But when I look at my mom, my mom has married for over forty-five years old. Most of them say, Why is it? but if I have an opportunity to listen to you and listen to my mom how many years one year then my next sister next sister, next sister. <laughs> hey. ah. Although, when you are coming were you holding the hands of your wife wow Do continue bath together now I not have an opportunity to preach bath together Eat together, do a lot of things together, have sex together. Don't s- stop it. Yeah, but you know there are people who are mad. They are having sex. They are not having sex together. Oh, now, you want know me to say a little bit about that one for the two of you? <laughs> have sex together. See, maybe you are having sex, and your mind is uh, maybe your mind no, you are you know, not having sex together. Your mind is somewhere. So, bath together. Hmm? afternoon. okay. I don't know. but most of the guys they don't like bathing. <laughs> I don't know. That's the truth, But you know, I don't know. I don't know about that aspect, so I can't comment about that. But from all st- the statistics I have gathered, uh, that so if they bath in the morning, uh, it should be the next day. that don't force me to bath again. Bath is one day, not twice. Including myself, I don't like bathing twice. So. Oh, what do you think? The next day. Uh, once. Yeah. yeah. Let's close the gap. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Uh, so so that is for the two of you. Do things together. Let let so some of some people are married for a long time. Don't mind them. Their own is different. Your own is different. Do things together. Now I call my wife. Her royal empress. And that is who she is. Yeah. She's my royal empress. The jealous will still perish. Oh, what do you think? When I have a portrait, my wife is around. You see the way I dress her. When many things happen. Because even now that you are married, someone is interested in hell. You think I'm lying? Go to YouTube. Go and say, a pastor married his own wife. Even impregnated the wife. The wife was pregnant, traveled to outside. By the time the wife came, the wife, someone has married a wife. Didn't you have that story? Oh, you know about that story. Yeah. So, so now that you are married, some people are interested in him. So let the love be strong. Oh? Let it be strong. You know your friend sitting behind you, it's not married. Let it be strong. So we have not asked him not to marry, so he's the one sitting there. Have we asked him not to marry? And we have not asked him, so he's sitting there, but you are married. Let everything shows you are married. Don't be like some of the brothers, they marry and but they are single. I used to see those those kind of people married but still single. Or Sarah, no, or nitra boom, no, I quote to dummy. And I know here. And son, ah. Yeah, you feel Or, son of my way. even Jesus. No, i not go small, about 12 years, what's walk. i Jesus, In the beginning, that's how it will be. When i making a decision, it's like you are making a decision by yourself, but you need to be conscious. What brought me into all these things? And I said, I want to finish it. I want to To the next week, let the spirit of ownership take over our lives. If it takes over our lives, our personal lives will change, our ministries will change, our businesses will change. I want to Tell me the truth. I won't tell anyone. Have you ever stolen from Stanbic Bank before? You have stolen before. I, I will show you. Stationary. Have you ever stolen time before? They ask, uh, come to work at 8. You came at 8.30. Eight, eight. thief. Stealing time. So don't steal time again. Go to, if they say 8.30, eight, eight, go at 7 or 7.30 no you try and be there before the 8.30 so that we stop stealing time and all of that what, it's no good can aha uh-huh. have you ever hit yourself before don't, don't hit anyone said we want to beat and teach them that one is allowed or what do you think if you have a company how would you want the people you employ to treat you can I get a, take a microphone
0: i love them to honor me.
1: You want them to honor you? Yes. How?
0: Oh, by reporting to work early.
1: So if you are doing something for someone, do it the same way you want to be done. Come and take the microphone. Let me ask you a question. Today, you are having your concert. How do you want people to respond to your concert? I want people to come for my concert. Oh, you want people to come? Yes. That means you should be going for other people's concert. Yes, sir. Oh. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. You have to buy people's tickets. Part of the reason why when I go to every book launch or anything like, I want to buy the first copy because the day I release my book again, eh? <laughs> you have no idea. Me, I can write my own book, launch it myself, or take my own money. So everything I'm doing is investment. I want to be the first. When I launched my book when which is 2013, eh? Someone bought the first copy for five fifty thousand. But behind, someone gave me one fifty thousand. It became a challenge. People this was I was to buy. I got three people who bought fifty thousand, three. And but someone bought Mr. Tamaklo bought the first copy in church. Three people gave one fifty thousand outside. They are not one fifty thousand cash. If you were a giver, because you are doing for other people, others will do it for you. Others will do it for you. If you are doing for them, they will do the same thing for you, they will do it. You know, some of us Isaac's when I was here. I was here because wherever you send or so for Isaac, he, he will go. Wherever you send my daughter Chloe, she will go. But some of you are whether we don't know if he will come or will not come. Some of you will send people can you go and officiate the wedding for a later woke up. You know your wedding, I was dead. I had trouble, I was very tired. I came. There are two weddings that I could not go that hurt me. Mr. Sean's wedding. I don't know why. Sean Paul. You know, I wanted to be at their wedding. I don't know. So 10 years, marry again, I'll be there And uh, Mr. Michael I said, is he around? Michael I said. Uh-huh. No, I could not come. I was in Cote d'Ivoire, you remember. I couldn't come. But I said, I'll come to your house. We'll have a wedding in your house. This month, I'll come. But the truth, there are some of you where, I don't want to come for your wedding, no. I don't want to come for your business dedication. Because when it is about others, you don't come. Didn't I come for your wedding? I came. Didn't I come for you? Hey, you have to come for your money. see Mr. Sean after closing, eh? So that he can make the arrangement, eh? Did not come for your wedding. You, people like marry and see. I will come. Just marry and see. I will be there. You come to me and marry and see. I will be there. Yeah. I will be there. Yeah. Is that? For. Uh, you want to sing go Which one? Okay, we'll sing Total. So 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 we, we are coming for your book and um, for your the release of your album. This one you are not paying any money. They will not raise have you bought your ticket after closing by? You will be there. I will search if you'll be there. You will you, you, be there. So buy she will buy is how many is left? Fifteen. This one of them. She will buy. Have you bought your own? Where's the ticket? Bring the ticket. Bring it. Ah. Go and bring it. I'm the pastor here. Ah. Oh, when you marry, you want us to be there. When you do other things, you want have to be there. When you are launching you're busy. You want us to be there. Yeah. Let me sell the ticket. Have you bought your own? You'll be there. You, you take the ticket. Have you bought your own? we two studios. I'm coming there. That you don't have money. 100 cities don't have money. How many copies did I buy? I bought 20 copies there for me alone to enter. I said, I want 20. Yeah, not that you're going to pay next week, it's within this week. Yeah, now I'm not looking at your face for next week. You will pay if you are, you bought all this thing will not happen. She said, You have a ticket, buy another for your husband. You have a ticket, you bought a good. That's my brother-in-law. He bought two. Yeah. Yeah. So you pay. I, I bought one. I've allowed to go and live in America and you are here. We are sending you to go and pastor in America. He's suffering. Eh? It's not easy. I mean... I bought a ticket. I said, bought a ticket? I bought bought a ticket? That's my own daughter. Oh, she'll buy Take it. Have bought a ticket? Do you have a ticket? Oh, I know you buy it. Do you have a ticket? Oh, why don't you come? Do you have a ticket? Ah, are you taking it or you are trying? Me, I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not a gentle pastor. Why the thing I said. What the am have a ticket? You want a ticket? He bought ten. That's my son. You know, I've been telling you. They have a ticket. Where's your beloved? Tell me, I say you should pay. He's my son, he will pay. You have a ticket. I know that who came to my heart to share ideas with me. Come and take this one. I like people who share ideas with me. God bless you. have a ticket. So they will pay. If they don't pay, no my better one also. Do you understand me? they the case. So I'm meeting all of you. At the place tonight, whatever you cancel it, let me do. If you do not buy the ticket, you won't get the place because it's for just hundred people. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God now. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. voice. Mm -hmm. Father, let the spirit of ownership take over our life. Let the spirit of ownership take over our life. Let the spirit of ownership take over our life. Take over our members. Let it take over our lives. Father, let the spirit of ownership, 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 let let it take over our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: We believe you have been blessed and inspired by today's word. For more of such messages, follow God's Oracle via podcast at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation e. and at Prophetic Faculty. You can also reach Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on plus 233-55-000096 or follow Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on social media via the following handles at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on Instagram at Prophet Bernard El Bernard Nelson Ischen on Facebook, and at Prophet Bernard El Bernard Nelson Ischen on YouTube. Thank you, and God bless you.